You are now listening to Creator Corner. Welcome to Creator Corner. We're the hosts. I'm Mary. I'm Dalia. And today we're very excited to talk to Stephanie Franco. She is a self-taught creative writer, audio storyteller, and sound and designer engineer based in Oakland, California. She's very passionate about highlighting the work of Black, Indigenous, and people of color narratives in her work. Welcome to the pod, Stephanie. Yeah, thank you so much both for having me. I'm really excited to be here on the podcast. Yes, we're super excited to have you, Stephanie. You know, as Mary said, you are wearing so many different hats as a creative. So in this space today, we just want to hear a little bit more about, you know, how you are navigating being a host, a producer, um, a writer in all the spaces that you're collaborating in with other folks. Um, But before we jump into that conversation, we like to do a quick rapid fire just to get us warmed up and prepared to, to dive a little deeper. So first question, Stephanie, if you could be any other type of creator outside like a writer or producer, like what other creative creative would you be? Oh, wow. I think I would definitely be maybe like a culinary chef. Mm. I, <laughs> um, yeah, growing up, I really like to bake and make pastries at home. So it's definitely a creative outlet that I not tapped into in a long time so i think that's definitely a different um form of creativity that Mm -hmm. i would love to do yeah i think i saw that you were really into like vegan recipes is that is that right (laughs) yeah 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 i i do like to cook once in a while but you know it, it does take a lot of patience for me to kind of create some recipes and all of that yeah, that, that's really awesome. I know, like, are you, like, I, I know when my mom's, like, cooking, she'll just, like, be in her zone and, like, dropping all the stuff on there. Yeah. Um, so I definitely is, like, a very, like, creative space to be able to make these yeah. tastes merge together and be delicious. Yeah, it is. It's a whole experience. Awesome. Well, the other question we have for you is, so we know you're, you're really focused, which is incredible, on really highlighting um, like black, indigenous, people of color narratives. Um, but if you could be a writer about any anything else, is there another topic that you'd be interested in writing about? Yeah, I think the first one that comes up to me is self-love. Mm. And that's always been a journey that, you know, I'm on. And whenever I find myself journaling mm. or just writing for fun, it always comes back to writing love letters for myself mm. and just, you know, making myself feel really good or really beautiful um, through my, my own words. So I would definitely write about self-love and I consistently do that, but not enough. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that, Stephanie. I think I love how you said like this self-love is a constant journey because I can definitely relate in that i think we're evolving a lot well i am evolving a lot in in like self-love and that means so i can imagine the power of you writing to yourself and just flourishing yourself with flowers and abundance of that so yeah i love that (laughs) it's interesting to look back on things that i write for myself or little love letters or little love poems Mm. because it, it just reminds me of the season that I was in and what I was going through and what I needed to hear. Yeah, no, definitely love that, Stephanie. Thanks for sharing. Um, as we learned, Stephanie, I don't know how you do it, but you were so many different hats as a creative, you know, ranging from writer to producing to editing and, and audio, like, again, digital storytelling. But I think we want to dive in a little bit, like, let's backtrack a little bit. And can you tell us like how you started really expressing your creativity as a as younger Stephanie, as a child? Yeah, um, I remember being in third grade and going to San Rio and buying like little notebooks. <laughs> they were very cute. They mm-hmm. had different like Hello Kitty prints. <laughs> Love and Hello I Kitty. Would fill up, yeah, <laughs> I would fill up each page with 
what I did during the day in the summertime. And that became an outlet for me to just kind of like put my feelings onto the page and just reflect and have like a safe space for myself to process those emotions or anything that I would kind of like feel going on in my family. I would take, mm. I would take it down in my little notebook. Um, so I definitely started writing at a very young age and it wasn't until I think maybe I got to maybe college mm. or once I graduated from college where I started to think about how I could use, mm. you know, writing as a form of creative storytelling. And mm. so it led me into various different paths like producing, mm. um, script writing, poetry, everything. I, I think writing has definitely always been like the main focus that has opened up a lot of creative opportunities mm. for me. That, you know, what's so interesting about that is, like, to your point, it, it was like the doorway to explore storytelling in different forms. In terms of, you know, personally for me, sometimes I have trouble, like, writing and expressing it in paper and then going back and, like, reading that back to myself. How did, and I'm just curious personally, how did you give yourself the space to... I guess feel safe in in exploring those different outlets and evolving into you know trying what fit or what may not fit and as you took that that jump from growing your your creative writing yeah I always tell myself to not be afraid to fail mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I'm also a very passionate person about so many things and I feel like capitalism and society like really forces us into a box of mm. like choosing one thing like one career and I always find myself just battling with that and being like well I have so many different passions like what if one day I just want to wake up and mm. do something different and so I've definitely um given myself that like risk to jump in mm. and, and learn something new whether it's audio editing or you know whether it's like learning how to start a podcast or learning how to produce and film um and i've just kind of kept going and following that and seeing what lights up my heart and sets my soul on fire because i think that's like the ultimate thing that just really brings me joy yeah no, i love that stephanie because i think you're right in terms of we were told this narrative of you go to college you find a career that fits you and some you follow your passion quote unquote and it only has to be one passion but i agree that it doesn't necessarily always have to be that one passion someone could be right. like yourself a uh, multiple just talented in different ways and it's okay to also switch up so i do agree with the capitalistic world of yeah and this is so normalized world of you choose one career and that's that's it but yeah i love that, that yeah and it's it's helpful to see other creatives too that i admire like Issa ray and yeah. reading her bio and seeing <laughs> how she's a writer a producer an author like a director mm -hmm. so i'm like if she could do it we could all do it you know like it's possible yeah definitely and i think with that um i think you shared that i mean we know that you're also from the Bay Area and you have history working at nonprofits, specifically in health equity. Can you dive a little bit deeper on how your environment, whether it's the Bay Area or you working in a space where you talked a lot about health equity has really impacted your creative journey? Yeah, definitely. I'd say when I was working with youth, um, I loved working with youth. Like they have always just lit me up mm -hmm. I'm smiling as I'm just talking about my journey with <laughs> youth but I feel like having the time to be a youth organizer with them and also work in community advocacy work and mental health just really gave me a bigger lens of how to kind of include those stories mm. in whatever I write and whatever mm. I produce. And it just added to my politicization of the world and what I want to contribute, like what stories haven't been told about the Bay? Mm. Um, what do I want to highlight? What do I want to leave, you know, 
people to think about in terms of my own legacy here or anything of that line. So I'd say those experiences definitely added to just how I tap into the different stories I want to share with the world Mm -hmm. um, because they're just very unique experiences. And I'd say growing up in the Bay, you know, you see like the impact of gentrification Mm -hmm. and, and all of that. And so I definitely would go back into films Mm -hmm. or podcasts and just kind of take note of like who's not talking about that yet Mm -hmm. and how can I add my own twist or perspective to it and you know even being like a young professional and navigating the world and understanding that I had to choose one specific route but I didn't want to Mm -hmm. I was like well I don't see anyone talking about that let me take Mm -hmm. that risk and like share share the story or like help people maybe relate to whatever I'm feeling yeah I definitely you know appreciate just what you've shared there in terms of how your environment has really impacted your your creativity and just the involvement of evolving your creativity into something that resonates with you on a like mission level Um, if you saw a lack there and you're intentionally moving to bridge those spaces and you know add your own personal take that comes from being from the bay area being involved in advocacy work and in these like institutional healthcare organizations that are perhaps not not actually supporting the communities that they're in um but to that you know what we found really interesting as we were you know looking at your trajectory in podcasting was the importance of, you know, diverse and digital storytelling. Um, and so we, w- we would love to hear, Stephanie, in your own words, like, how do you define digital storytelling? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, how do I define digital storytelling? <clears throat> I think we're in, in a day and age, right, where social media is the norm Mm -hmm. at least for me i'm always on tiktok Mm -hmm. twitter (laughs) instagram and that's become a huge avenue for artists to just have a medium whether that's in poetry or sharing their youtube channels and so i feel like the way that i define digital storytelling is just having like a platform for you to like share your story or share like your creativity and and what you envision in the world and how you feel um and i think moving a little bit past kind of the different avenues that we used to have right like newspapers (laughs) were a big form of storytelling Mm -hmm. like the radio used to be a big form of storytelling and now we're in podcasting so i think digital storytelling is like the new wave of how to just kind of like convey um, all the experiences that someone may have. Mm. No, like, yeah, I like that how you're saying there's just new forms and new avenues to convey maybe not similar stories, but the way we used to tell stories through newspapers and radios and whatnot is just transforming now more digitally and it's quicker to even have those um, kind of outlets to access so I think that's a great way to say yeah just like how creatives or even just people in general tell their stories through the digital mediums yeah and I think it's also given creatives more access to share their stories like I always find it really amazing when people start to use medium or substack Mm. um, to kind of have a digital newsletter right Mm -hmm. and i think it's given people more like flexibility on how they want to convey that story and whether same thing with podcasting right like there's so many podcasts on apple Podcasts, spotify and it's cool to just be able to tap into your interests in a new Mm -hmm. way digitally yeah no for sure and speaking of this Oh, oh yeah, Go ahead, I was just add one thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's been the most like fascinating thing about starting this this journey, Stephanie. That all these different tools are already available. They're just yeah. typically not aware to like a larger audience. If we're talking about like 
specifically like let's say like the latina community um there's like so many incredible stories to be told there they're like the number one consumers of like content entertainment um and like the access is there but the tools are still not fully available to to folks that you know, want to start their own podcast or want to get their own story out there. There's still like so much learning to do there. Um, so yeah, it is very interesting how there's like more access, yet it's still very like mm. not fully like I guess like expanded across communities. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's very, it's like super interesting just to hear about you specifically in the spaces that you're creating and you're intentionally like bridging it's to highlight and uphold like these like specific black indigenous people of color um in these spaces um but yeah Yeah. it's it's really awesome yeah and i also just wanted to say too that um i remember facilitating a workshop with locatora radio on youth storytelling and how to build your own podcast Mm. at home and at the time everybody was buying mics everybody was like we have to be in the studio we have to have like really good headphones and i remember showing up to the workshop and being like you could just use voice memo on your phone and that's literally how i started the podcast with my co-host work on work wifeys where we would just go into her car and so dope. record on voice memo and people were like hey what, what mic do you use you sound really good and I think sharing that like mm-hmm. allowed people to be like, oh wow, like it is a little bit more simpler than people make it seem, you know? And it's like, we have to use the tools that are already available for us, but sometimes we just like overthink it or feel like <laughs> we have to be in these fancy like networks and studios, but nah, voice memo is, is sometimes the way to go. Yes, yeah. Lo- yeah, love the simplicity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could definitely relate. We started with, I mean, we we dabbled with just regular, just like app, Apple, <laughs> regular yeah. freaking headphones. And then we're like, oh, let's try voice memos. And then I uh-huh. think over time it evolves too. Once you dabbled a little bit, then maybe in, you know, your first year, or once you've tried it, then maybe it's time to invest in something. If that's worthwhile or if that really aligns with the creatives. But to your point, I think we just have to use the resources we have at the beginning and not overthink it as much. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think with that stuff, I think when you talk about storytelling, um, is there a specific kind of creative process you use as a one as a producer and also as a podcast host? And if so, can you dive a little bit about like what your creative process look like? Yeah. I feel like I don't have a creative process really. Yeah. Um And it's something I'm still figuring out what my particular flow is. Sometimes it might be me going outside Mm -hmm. and just writing and being in nature. Um, But I will be honest, I think I have hit a little bit of a creative halt Mm -hmm. where I'm realizing like what is, what do I want to produce? You know, like being in, in different projects and producing for other people is always really amazing but i i think i haven't had a chance or maybe i'm just a little afraid to produce my own stuff Mm -hmm. and you know take that creative risk on on my own stories and Mm -hmm. sharing Mm -hmm. um and so i'm still figuring out what my creative process is but i can share a little bit about um being a co-host on work wifeys Mm -hmm. and what that flow looked like and um me and my co-host itself we would go to a coffee shop before covid you know was (laughs) happening like we would go to tierra mia and we would just kind of like have brainstorm sessions and Mm -hmm. have some cafecito talk laugh um go grab some thai food and then brainstorm (laughs) a little bit more so it was always structured around you know, something fun like a coffee shop and then fueling our bodies with some Mm. food or boba or a little treat, you know, and we would set a time for weekly meetings. So I think every Saturday or Mm. Sunday at noon, like we would, that was like our time and it became a little tradition. So 
that's a little bit about the flow that um mm-hmm. you know would happen when I was in that element of like creating and flowing with what are we going to talk next mm-hmm. um sometimes I think when we've been stuck on not knowing what to talk about we'll be like well what's coming up for us spiritually in life like mm. what's the new moon in yeah like, it, <laughs> like we, we would get all like us astrological sometimes we will pull out a tarot card and you know the stars and the moon never lie and they would just kind of be like oh this is happening and then we would start picking apart like yeah i think that's also going on in my life okay today we're gonna talk about this mm. so that's that's a bit about the flow yeah that is that is so awesome i i love hearing that stephanie because like in a way you know mary and i were, were very close friends we met in college yeah. yes and, and it's so so beautiful seeing like the the, the alignment in terms of like your process mm-hmm. um like mary and i are like completely different states so obviously yeah. we don't have like the Aww. cafecito moment here yeah. <laughs> um but there there is like these conversations around like spirituality and like mm-hmm. energy work and what's the vibe at this moment that do yeah. resonate as you're walking through that and even as you're walking through this like i can visualize like the space that yeah. you've created with with your friend and like how like you know joyful and funny and like, i'm sure yeah. y'all are like cracking up as, you, right. as you're like <laughs> brainstorming together i know yeah it's 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 the best times like really to have those conversations and just like have fun and you know create like we would always be like create to liberate um Mm. Mm -hmm. and share your stories because at the end of the day like there's somebody else who could tell them for you you know like a white person can be out there selling a cookbook or right. telling your story but it's yes. like no you you have you know the right to share like your experiences um so yeah yeah it's like yeah you're right anyone can like take on that story and like write it on their own um it's not like this guy that said that he inv- invented orchata the other day it's like Girl, white guy what? like what <laughs> The audacity! What? Like what? (laughs) That's wild. Oh lord! Like, but just like the joy and the fun that this that the space that you created with your friend for creativity—it's like a safe space where it's like all play and fun while still Mm -hmm. like you know retaining that aspect of like creating and you know going deep into. Like your your point, like topics around like what's going on with your life and spirituality, um, keeping that balance there while keeping it light, I think is so incredible. You mentioned something earlier, Stephanie, when you said that at this moment, I guess in the present, you're a bit in like a, a little creative block. <laughs> um, can you tell us yes. like a little bit about that? Like, what do you what do you mean by that? Yeah. So when I say a creative block, I really mean. I haven't been writing as much as I should be always or, you know, tapping into my own creative projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really stems from ha- not having the energy sometimes mm-hmm. and just not really having like the capacity. I-, I feel like creating, you have to be balanced you know you got to be nourished you got to have your sleep Mm -hmm. your stress has got to be low so that you could be like at a high vibration to create what you want to share um and I think my creativity has just been on a little pause for a bit um in terms of how much I used to just kind of like write or post my poetry um so yeah definitely on a journey of exploring like okay how do I get back into it and Mm -hmm. what do I want to share with the world one day I hope to write a book on healing and what that looks like for me Mm -hmm. and what my mental health journey has been Mm -hmm. but I think fear stops me from like sharing my story and it's it's always like something I'm I'm still working through and hoping that you know I can allow myself to just like create from that lens and share my yeah share share the talent that writing is for me to the world yeah Stephanie I think 
I'm Robbie here. We'll wait patiently <laughs> when that creative burst comes comes through you. I, I think I think it will be very present and apparent. And I think to your point, I think as a creative, there's so much like energy put into it. Um, and I think it's okay to as like for me at least as a newer creative, like it's okay to not have that capacity at time. It's okay to. Yeah. postpone it at times or i think going back to just you know i'll, I'll find my groove again or i'll find that outlet it'll, it'll come mm-hmm. when i'm ready when yes. i'm nourished and balanced and yes again we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that stephanie oh <laughs> thank you i appreciate y'all <laughs> and i think i think what resonated steph is just like in this blockage and i think i don't know i think for me it has there has been also a lot of different blockages um and some ways that I've tried to unblock those is through mindfulness but as but as a creative are there ways that you want to try or you would recommend trying to really um re-energize this inner creativity in you yeah i would say talking to other people who are doing similar work just talking to y'all is like filling up my cup already <laughs> um but also going to a lot of community events mm-hmm. like yesterday at the oakland museum um ryan coogler was there and he talked about his journey as a filmmaker mm-hmm. and as a, as a creative and i find it really inspiring to attend events like that mm-hmm. with people that i look up to and whose work i admire and whose stories just like resonate on some on some capacity you know at least being from the bay and mm. i would definitely recommend for people to you know have some type of community mm. creative group you know that either write or do podcasting or produce because we speak the same language mm. and we get what we're feeling um and then look for events mm. with people that you want to learn from or with people that really inspire you because whenever i leave those events i feel myself ready to mm. like create something mm. yeah you know when i'm hearing you talk and you know speak about your journey with creativity there's so much alignment there that i hear in your voice just around like the like spiritual aspect of creativity and then you talked a little bit about like how your channel has to be something that you were you know working on consistently as a creative um you know making sure that you're taking care of as well and so you know in your history as you know producer um and behind the scenes you know, some of the i guess like some of the topics that you're exploring can be a little bit like heavy in terms of like mental health or like diving into different aspects of healing in those type of situations like how do you take care of yourself or stay grounded and i know we're talking a little bit about being a bit in a a bit in a moment of like gathering back all our energy um but i'm just curious how in behind the scenes you're also taking care of yourself whether you might not be in the forefront of the conversation that's happening Yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> I I think when having those conversations um it's really important for me to just recharge in silence. <laughs> um I could be very I could be like a solo person mm-hmm. sometimes and just do a lot of things on my own um And I think it's really helpful for me to have like those moments of silence with myself or just moments of spontaneity where mm. I can kind of do something that is just for me like I take myself out on a date you yes. know and just go get some oysters um <laughs> go to the I don't know take the ferry to to the ferry building in San Francisco mm. grab some tacos and those moments really allow me to just reflect and gather myself mm-hmm. and figure out like okay this this happened like that was a really great conversation okay like how how's my body feeling how's my mind how's my soul um 
and those moments allow me to kind of like come back yeah definitely and I think I think that's like a big indicator not just like as a creative but as an individual like if you're comfortable with your own company I think it's definitely tells you know it's a lot it says a lot about not only your character but how mindful you are with just being in tune with your body and I think mm-hmm. as a creative that is like so important to be so in tune yeah. with like your mind body and soul um to go back to do the work that you do but I think you hit on the point there in terms of the importance of being so comfortable with and joyful with your own company <laughs> yeah and and I know other people too like you know my mom for example she gets a lot of energy from being around other people like that's her self-care mm-hmm. like being in, a, in in an event or at like a family gathering and for me I think recharging is more like just being on my own having a little silent time um and just decompressing definitely i i definitely feel you as in like introvert myself <laughs> um it's probably yeah. it's probably a lot of that aries energy because i think i saw you were in aries <laughs> yes I'm wait an, are you in aries too? i'm an, i'm an aries moon so there's there's some oh alignment there around what I'm here. You know, you're like I like to do things on my own. I can I can sometimes like be in meditation for like literally like an hour and a half, and I'm like, oh, that was like a nice meditation. Um, I, to, I need to learn from you because I can only do what like two three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it, def- it definitely took a while. I had to like adjust and basically find what worked for me but I I go through like a whole visual like practice and then when I open my eyes it's like damn it's been an hour and I've been like visualizing I need to get on that level yeah we'll do do a practice we should do one because I'm on that 15 minute mark I'm trying to like all right can I go 20 (laughs) right like what else can I do right I'll say okay I'm at 15 now no I love that I love it Yeah, but I, I appreciate you just walking us through like this, you know, journey of taking care of yourself, even as you're working with, you know, diff- collaborating with a lot of different folks um, in very intentional spaces that you've, you know, entered. Because when I went into your portfolio and I, the first thing I saw was like your little like mission statement about what you're you're passionate about. And yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for going on my website. Yes, of, of course. course. <laughs> it means a lot. <laughs> And so, you know, I, you know, I get a clear understanding of like a little bit about what's your why in terms of the spaces that you're in. But I I would love to hear from your perspective um, as you've navigated different podcasts and different um, groups that you collab with, you know, why has it been so important to you to make sure that, you know, black, indigenous people of color narratives are at the forefront of of these platforms? Yeah. I would say, I mean, first of all, I grew up in the Bay, so the Bay is hella diverse. Um, I went to high school with so many different people from various cultures. Like, we had Filipino, we had Samoan, Polynesian, like, everything, everything. And so I think that really influenced me and, like, my understanding of people's experiences and just, like, how they navigate life. and having like friends from different cultural backgrounds to growing up in Hayward. And so I've really carried that in my work. Um, And as I've grown up, you know, seeing like the impact of the Black Panthers in Oakland, Mm -hmm. like seeing all the different like movements that have happened in the Bay, um, that has always been like a, a source of inspiration for me. And I always tell myself like, when I'm in these spaces, I always want to bring forward the voices of Black, Indigenous people of color because their stories are essential. Like, it's going to elevate the story even more. And so I always carry that with me in in the work that I do, in the collaborations that I have with people, and just, just like making sure that their stories are always being shared, you know, and that the right person is in the room and, you know, the, like the... Sometimes I feel like even in podcasting spaces, mm-hmm. um, people might be sharing stories for others. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
not being afraid to call that out and say like, hey, I think we need to have somebody else share that story and being very unapologetic mm-hmm. about it and be like, that's, that's not your story to share. And um, I really carry that with me through the work and I've been able to collaborate with various people um, on amazing projects that just like speak to my passions and a lot of social justice issues, racial justice issues that, you know, I've seen growing up in the Bay. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think with that, it brings up like a question in terms of why is it really important for you to intentionally join specific organizations like Locatora Productions and even intentionally collaborating with specific artists? What does that mean to you in terms of the importance of being intentional with one, organizations you join and put your product out? And two, is there specific criteria say like for artists that you choose to collaborate with intentionally yeah that's a really good question I would say when it comes to collaborating um yeah I also look at like their mission and their why (laughs) and how that kind of aligns with me and the work that I do and people who I've worked with in the past and even working with Locatora now like obviously like I can relate to the stories they're sharing and their experiences and it's funny and Mm -hmm. they have like humor and so that's like work that I can connect to but then there's other people where it's like for me the collaboration has been important because it's it's also an opportunity for me to like learn Mm -hmm. and like listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) like really listen to to their experiences um and not just like assume or have any any biases right like i'm always on a journey of learning and i'm a student of life and so when it comes to storytelling like that's also something i take into consideration like really listening and collaborating um and having the opportunity to build those relationships Mm -hmm. because people can come to you and want to collaborate Mm -hmm. but if it doesn't resonate or if it doesn't align like for me I've learned like it's okay to say no like just don't say yes to everything you know just because an opportunity came up like make sure you're really passionate make sure um it aligns with your values make sure that like you stand you stand with them and you stand for them and so that's just like what I've learned in my freelance journey and just you know in being in podcasting and producing yeah, well, we really appreciate you being on our platform today. And, you know, it's, it sounds like just based on that answer that, you know, we're, there's some alignment there in, in this platform here with, you know, some of your values and your mission and the work that you're doing. Um, it's like, as I, like I, as I said, when we were doing research and we were preparing for this conversation with you, Stephanie, it was just so wonderful to see the different spaces that you've been a part of. And it's going to be so exciting as you shift from, being a bit of, I guess, in as a, you've been a host before, but also being more intentional about working on your own creative projects and being on the forefront of those. So I'm really excited to see how you take all the learnings from like being the producer, being the audio editor, and to bring that forward. And I think the, the world is so ready for you to share that. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so like, yeah, and just the knowledge that you have around navigating these spaces is it's really wonderful to just hear how how that's been um but in terms of that i know i want to hear because you mentioned you know freelancing and um taking on different projects in the last year you know what are some of the biggest risks that you've taken in in your creative journey yeah um first i also want to say that you know also congratulations to (laughs) y'all and your endeavors in starting your podcast and i like that inspires me so much um and with my own risks I feel yeah the biggest risk I took a year ago was just quitting my job at a nonprofit and becoming a full-time freelancer <clears throat> it was scary and not I feel like <laughs> uh it's just scary to lose a job mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that's yeah the other day one of my friends asked me she was like 
oh, aren't you afraid of the layoffs? And I was like, no, because it's already been taken away from me. Like I've been in experiences mm -hmm. where I, I was unemployed like three different times last year where projects didn't work out and I had to figure it out again and go back to the drawing board. Um, and so taking that leap to just fully edit, be a producer and like really believe mm -hmm. that I, I have the capacity and the knowledge and the skills and the passion to like do this. like. That's always scary mm -hmm. <laughs> for me still <laughs> up to this day. Um, but yeah, I remember when I first quit my job, I was freaking out. And I think the universe definitely pushed me to do it faster because that job was already very toxic mm -hmm. to my health, mm -hmm. to my mental health. And so it ended up being, you know, a way for me to just like, fully leave and be on this journey that I am on now where it's been the most it's been very hard mm -hmm. but it's also been the most fulfilling yeah I'm I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation with Mary um, before you hop on Stephanie <laughs> that I love having conversations with creators <laughs> because there's always alignment in what's going on with our life um, or that little like oh, golden yes. nugget that we're looking for <laughs> um, and when I hear you talk about leaving this job and just the uncertainty of that, I'm in a similar place at the moment. I, I literally quit my job last week. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. congratulations. Thank I think it's you. my turn, y'all. No, yes, it is, Mary. <laughs> um, but no. yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you talk about this risk that you took and um, it's definitely a, like resonating. Like the, the feelings, mm -hmm. of course, of uncertainty, of like taking this big leap of faith. Um, but to your point, just hearing that, of course, the journey won't be easy. It's, you know, it has ups and downs, but it's like a little affirmation about just like the moment that I, I'm currently in. So thank you for sharing, yes. sharing your story. Props, thank you. Props to you, yes, Dalia, yeah. because <laughs> it, like it does take a lot to do that. And so I feel like right when I left my job, there was a whole like portal of opportunities that mm. opened up for me and literally a week or a couple weeks before that's the first gig I got at Warner Brothers mm. and I was like that shit wow is this real <laughs> no <laughs> like, yeah it was real stuff like, I was like wait a minute I, why why does this feel so um like easy you know like it just came into my life and it happened so quick and it's like, yeah, when, when you're ready to receive it, it's going to come into your life. And I think that was a good reminder for me. I, I made a good decision, you know, to take the leap. So I'm excited for you and <laughs> what comes into your life in this season. Thank you. I really, really, really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, it sounds like the universe is fully in support of your decision as well and was ready to like validate you with mm -hmm. all these opportunities that that are going to continue to come your way. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for like just being a little vulnerable there because it, it's like I said, <laughs> it's so important and yeah. it's like a little validation of something that I'm so glad I get to be like present and here in this moment. Yeah, yes. And I, I definitely don't hear, you know, a lot of people talk about going through that you know mm -hmm. you log on instagram and linkedin everybody's posting yeah. their wins it's like <laughs> right. okay let's talk about the let's talk about the failure right like, I yes could, i could talk for days about how many no's i've gotten as a producer till this day mm -hmm. where i'm like what the heck you know but you just have to keep going mm -hmm. and really believe believe in yourself yeah no definitely and and with that i think leads us to like our third portion of the the conversation in terms of just looking ahead and i think this is just a great segue because one like i think we're always meant to be where we are and what happens is the universe is always going to be so supportive of that um so i guess stephanie in, in your experience of just going through a lot of challenges but also a lot of successes now in your freelance career what advice would you have for like BIPOC people out there who are wanting to launch a podcast, wanting to start self-teaching themselves how to 
produce or edit audio engineer and stuff like that That's the last question, right? That's a, that's a good <laughs> yeah. question. That's a hard question. Yeah, yeah, no. We I'm won't throw you any more curveballs. Uh, <laughs> um, what advice do I have? Um, I, I definitely want to say, like, I think it ties into surrendering to the unknown. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you just you just got to surrender to the unknown mm. and trust that what's for you is meant for you and it's going to come into your life. And mm. there was many times in my journey, even now, where I'm like, I'm not sure what's next. Mm-hmm. I have to go back to the drawing board see see what else I want to do but you really have to like just let it be and let it flow and believe that it's coming for you like if you want to work with Issa Rae like it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if you want to work at a a production company like if you want to work at Netflix like wherever if you want to be a screenwriter um put it out into the universe like i'm i'm huge on just like new moon rituals Mm. and full moons and all of that and like reading tarot cards and that's definitely an avenue that always allows me to just surrender a little bit more in peace and tap into like what's next for me potentially yeah, that's some that's some great advice around just like moving forward, doing it, and like visualizing without limitations. Um, now, as we are like wrapping up our conversation, Mary and I would love to hear Stephanie around. You know, what are some upcoming projects that you are excited about, or you know, something that you know you're personally you know moving towards in your creative journey as the next like step in in this process? Yeah. Um, some next projects I would say um, I'm working on a project with Locatora Radio so that'll be exciting once it's out into the world Um, I'm an associate producer for one of their projects now Mm. so I'm also editing but I'm like doing more AP things Um, and then I would also say moving like looking into the future I really do see myself doing a lot more producing work Hmm. either in film Mm -hmm. or maybe like digital producing like a marketing company I don't know but yeah I really want to tap into the film space and just kind of like connect more with people and their journeys in there and like how they can kind of yeah be be a filmmaker that's awesome stephanie we'll be waiting for that first um you know advance notice first scene (laughs) (laughs) of like hey here it is i got you (laughs) and then just to close out we just asked these um two just quick hit questions to all of our guests so the first one being in five words describe your creative journey exhilarating love that <laughs> I have four more right yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I say exhilarating adventurous scary freeing mm. and hopeful that's amazing and lastly where can we find you and our audience um, where can we find you on social media yeah, so my social media handle is Stephanie I have to update it, but you know, that's my <laughs> middle school nickname <laughs> from a friend a long time ago. <laughs> um, and then you can also find my work on Squarespace. So sfranco510 at squarespace.com. And you'll be able to see the projects I've been on and just learn a little bit more about myself and I have a podcast with my co-host Itzel it's called Work Wifeys W-E-R-K 
A-W-P-H-Y-Z. And we're on wherever you can find podcasts. <laughs> yeah, now when I listen to an episode, because I, I heard an episode earlier, I'm just going to visualize both of you in the car with the I voice notes. <laughs> After Thai food, you got us with a, a, you got boba me in a your Thai hand food and boba. <laughs> All right, we're ready. You had the you had the low riders in Oakland just riding by. And it was, That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you both. This was really fun. No, yes. definitely, it was a treat having you, Stephanie. And I think just really appreciate your presence and time, and vulnerability, and every all the all of the above, and sharing your creativity, your creative journey with us, um, all the goods, and you know the work in progress, and I think all the future awesomeness that's coming to fruition so we're all we're very excited for that and just really appreciate your presence yeah i'm so thankful for you both for having this space for creators i think it's beautiful and thank you for reaching out to me like it means a lot to be here and share my journey yeah thank you again thank you so much stephanie like when i reached out to you um i had been following you since like you were exploring like your writing and i think you attended like a couple workshops and then i saw your work as a producer podcasting and then i think you popped up one time on on linkedin as well and i was like oh my gosh like stephanie duh (laughs) um and it was just like we have to reach out to stephanie um and so yeah I'm I'm really grateful that we were able to have this space together and you know hear a little bit about the journey and at least for me personally walk away with you know a couple of like little golden nuggets that I can like take away and take from as I move forward as well on like my path and the changes that I've that just happened in my in my life as well with like leaving a job um yeah so I, I really appreciate you sharing that and just the way that resonated thank you yeah Thank you both. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Creator Corner is a podcast production presented by the Ars Network. It is hosted by Dale Zaragoza and Mary Figueroa. This podcast is edited and produced by Muhammad Abdullah Kawish.